Welcome to the only podcast that matters. It's no longer the preseason. This is the first regular season edition of the podcast. This is your podcast host, MDG. I'm joined by a few individuals. Uh, first, I'll introduce our commissioner, Dave Lee. Dave, question for you. Any truth that you have signed an executive order today that all teams must have been vaccinated within our league? Well, that is true, Michael. And any team that is not vaccinated will forfeit one game this year should they come down with COVID and not be able to change their lineup. I will not do it for them. So if that means forfeit or if that means loss, that's where they go. All right. Thank you. <laughs> just just for the record, for our listeners, uh, I decided to have an edible for I was having some back issues and it's legal here, of course, in Arizona. And I might have not timed out the taking of said edible that well with the beginning of the recording of this podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast, Joe B. Hey, Michael, Dennis, Dave, uh, pleasure to be with you guys again. Or are you the jester? You're the court jester? Jester Joe, baby. Jester Joe, I love it. And bringing in uh, in great form, in true fashion, We've got Dennis Garza, Garza, Garza. In true Dennis fashion, the last to be announced. Thank you very much. Hey, what happened to that guy for uh, the Astros? They had a pitcher this year, last name uh, Garza. I think Ruben Garza. Yeah, it was. No, it was our Garza Jr. I think it was Ralph or something. I think Ralph. he got traded. Yeah, he got traded off. Oh, he did. Yeah. Is it true or not true that your um, actual first name is Ruben? I was born Ruben Garza Jr. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. That's, what does your license say? Dennis Wayne Garza. That uh, does. All right. I uh, like the story about Adam Carolla, who was not given a middle name. So he went to the DMV in California and he told them his middle name was Lakers. And that's how it shows up on his driver's license. Adam Lakers Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's get to it. Uh, it's been another contentious week. I feel like we have gotten past the worst of, of the contentiousness. Um, I think we've moved on into a normal chapter now that games are underway. Uh, I, Dave, what do you think? You're the commissioner. You're the monitor of, of good and decent behavior normally. I don't know that I could say that about myself, nor Dennis. Uh, what do you think? You got that Cincinnati nice in you. This must be injurious to you to some degree. Well, yeah, Switzerland, Sweden, whatever you want to call it. it it's it, sometimes you just have to be a, a person that's happy and in the middle. And I think that we're there. I, I think everyone in this league appreciates each other. As Al put out last week or last night or every time that we talked to him, other than the two weeks prior to this. Last night was the first game, and I think it was incredible. And I think we should focus on that and not on the text message threads from the days before. I would rather people called me Sweden than Switzerland. That's way better. I mean, take a side. Not that the Swedes have done that so much in the last, I don't know, 1,500 years. But you go back 1,000, 1,500 years ago, they knew how to take a side, those Swedes. You know what I'm saying? Vikings, Dave. <laughs> that path is, is – we're done with that. We're moving forward. 
All right. And, and Joe, you had a few comments and you were, you were definitely on the receiving end of some shots. Anything to say, or are you going to play it straight up the middle like uh, David here? Well, look, I, I think, you know, people um, over the last two years of the COVID effect, people have gotten um, a little testy and a little touchy. And um, I think that uh, over the last week or two has been pretty evident among our group as well. And you know what? Um, we just move on and, um, you know, play the games. I think to your point, uh, now that the season is starting, we can focus on playing some football and, you know, let's put that that's water under the bridge and let's move on. So you're taking the high road too. Well, I know somebody who likes to travel the low road. His name's Dennis. I will just say in the words of the Carpenters, we've only just begun. All right. I like that. That's, uh, that's not bad, Dennis. That's pretty diplomatic. From the Titanic, which was a great movie. All right. So yeah, let's talk about fantasy football and fuck all this other stuff. So underway last night, we had our first game of the season, Dallas Cowboys at the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Brady's. Brady's pull it off by two points. Just a quick scan of the scores. I don't know how John's team pulled it off, but his starting running back, he had minus one point in a game. His team scored 31 points, the starting running back. How does that even happen, Joe? Yeah, not a good look from Johnny last night um, after picking up Ronald Jones uh, after I dropped him. Um, Ronald Jones the second. The second, um, his kicker, Suckup, outscored uh, Jones by eight points, as it turns out. So, you know, figure that one out. Uh, great pickup, John. And then John, who's loaded his injured reserve with a bunch of players, he just got in, one of his regular bench players was put on IR today, Curtis Samuel. <laughs> so now he's either got to drop the great Tariq Cohen or or do something here, which is the problem with trying to stuff the IR. That's why some people don't do it until the end of the season. But he promises a gigantic vote, so that none of this will be allowed anyway. So it's probably moot at this point. The other one last night, Dave, Kristen's team. Uh, who could expect 10 points out of Evans and Zeke put together? Yeah, that was a tough one. And it's especially uh, tougher to swallow because she was smart enough to draft Antonio Brown as the second receiver for the uh, Tampa Bay uh, triple threat. And uh, oof, I, you know, I, Evans has been a really good player from year to year to year, the last four years. And he was non-existent last night, just non-existent. Antonio Brown though. Hey, that guy's got something to prove and he's an asshole. So, uh, Maybe he's the guy to play. We'll see. Or he should be on our league. Ha! Okay, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, how about we walk through the teams and just do a little assessment of what we're looking at this year and where we think jointly or individually uh, we're going to end up with in terms of teams that look strong and teams that maybe don't look so strong. Sound like a plan? Yes. Let us start off with – let's talk about the stable goats. The stable geniuses, since we were already there. Uh, John's team, which I thought actually looked pretty good on paper initially, but um, he lost the Gus bus 
And then the Ronald Jones, the second, that's not helping matters. As I look at his team right now, it's not looking that scary. Anybody feel differently? I, I think it, uh, John's going to have to. The good news for John is that Michael Thomas came off the IR. And uh, so uh, no, John's going to have to move him off the IR. Yeah, he's now listed no. as an out. He's out for six so, weeks. No, he's out. Yeah, he's out. But he's off the IR. So he's going to have to come off of Johnny's IR listing and he'll be able to slide. Um, uh, what's his name? I just want uh, Curtis Samuel will be able to slide into that open IR position, but he's going to have to move Thomas off the IR where, outside where, of that. He's not very he, scary. Where are you seeing that? I thought, he yeah, was hold on. Let's just, let's just qualify real quick. So at yep. the beginning of the season, you can be put on IR and you come back after week six. But when the season starts, you go to out for the first six weeks because you're not allowed to play for the first six weeks. So he has to move him back into a playing status, and then he can move someone else into IR, or he can keep that player. You can leave him there. Yeah, you can leave him there. So anyway, just for the record, Thomas has been moved off of IR to out. But it doesn't matter. You can you can put a guy on your IR whether they're out or IR. It'll accept either designation in ESPN. Right. That is correct. And let me just clarify real quick, as some people questioned it, the reason that we have three spots more and we always had two, we got three last year and we kept three this year was because of COVID. So next year, if COVID is not prevalent or we can vote, whatever y'all want to do, that's why there's three, not two. Dave, can we carve some money out of the league dues to hire an attorney to sit in on these podcasts and to to monitor all the variations of the rules and the votes and uh, rules of order, that kind of thing? I think it's a good idea. I will take the first $25 of Al's Survivor League and put that towards that. Hey, for a league that doesn't really like to vote on things, they've come out in strong numbers against my proposition that said that the league champion should be able to determine all the rules the following season. People do not like that idea. I guess that's what I call the Mussolini rule. We we're not going to speak of the German dictator. I feel that's uh, that wouldn't be funny. But the Mussolini rule. Have you not seen this, Dave? I I don't need to see it to feel it and understand. understand it. <laughs> it's yeah, no, that's not happening. All right. Well, anyway, I love diving in all the technical details. I would say right now, my opinion, looking at John's team. Well, unless he can pull off a blockbuster trade or something, he's got he's got some legitimate problems. I'm going to say he comes in at about 500 again. I don't see anything great coming from his team. Anybody feel differently? I agree. Status quo for John. I mean, maybe he'll be one game above 500 or maybe one below 500. All right, let's let's talk about. Uh, Kristen's team, the other one that we were already touching on, kiss my end zone with a little fun bump and run or whatever it says graphic. Is this team going to be dismal this year, Dave? I, I don't think they're going to be dismal. I think that uh, she's going to have to start players that are going to uh, matter. So she has – the thing about fantasy football is you have to have players that are going to be consistent, but people that can blow up. Can Ryan Cannonhill blow up? Eh, debatable. Sony Michelle? No. Elliot? Eh, I don't know after last night. 
Evans, eh, I don't know until last night. Robinson, yes, he could blow up. Smith, who knows? Chanel, who knows? So I think my answer is no. Who the fuck is – I've never even heard of this Chanel. I know you're going to know what college he went to. Oh, no, no, no. He 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 was good last year. Chanel, but just wait and see. He'll be good. He was good. He is Keeper good. material. Keeper material. You know what yeah. she's got as the uh, ace card in the hole, Dennis? She's got Joe Burrow. Yeah, why would you why would you put Tannehill above Burrow? I, I don't get that. I don't know. And we haven't gotten to Sunday morning, so maybe she, you know, hasn't moved things around. She could do a surprise move, you know, surprise move. I think uh, so Tannehill, uh, Tennessee are uh, at home against the Cardinals this week. And I expect there's going to be a ton of points scored. That might actually work out okay because neither team's defense is anything really to write home about. I don't think. We'll see. Maybe J.J. Watt does a Tom Brady routine or something, but um, it's it's feeling like a lot of points are going to be scored. Next team to look at, Joe. Let's take a It'll look at – It will be a sad day in Houston to see J.J. Watt in Cardinal Red. Well, that's going to happen Sunday. <clears throat> You were sad when Marwin left and he came back, so who knows? Uh, We've got the Joe B. Championship uh, privileged team named V is for Vagina. That's Mike V. Dave, any indication, before Joe gives us a little rundown on that squad, any indication of whether Mike has listened to any of our podcasts? No, well, I don't know about the podcast, but he's very dialed into our text messages. Let me tell you. How do you so, know that? Because he texts me and I text him. <laughs> what does he say? Try, well, first of all, he's the first person to talk about keepers. When he didn't understand the rules, he actually reached out and asked. And then he went next and tried to figure out what was going on. <laughs> it's He's had a pretty rough go, but he got a pretty horseshit team. And he has pretty horseshit keepers. So I'm going to give him the uh, benefit of the doubt for this year because I think his team is terrible. And we'll see what happens next. Dave, do you have a candle lit behind you? I do. Is it a real candle? It's a real candle. Is that like a mood setter for the podcast? You fire up some candles? It's a mood setter for my life after six days of trying to figure out why fucking newspapers don't get to their right place. <laughs> that's a different podcast. That's our oh, uh, same podcast. That's that's why it's still burning. <laughs> That'd be a great podcast to start. Is t- t- talking about newspapers? Yeah, probably not. Never mind. Move on. <laughs> not for those still employed by said newspapers, Joe. Hey, Joe. Let's uh, let's break down vias for vagina. What do you think of this team? Uh, we already heard Dave's assessment. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, Mike's team is still in development. Uh, he has some potential, but frankly, it's not going to finish in the top half of the league. I'm going to, I'm going to say this team, I think this team actually has a chance of being decent and I'll give you the case for it. Najee Harris is going to run up a ton of yards for the Steelers. James Connor. I don't know about James Connor. We'll see. But then he's got Cooper Cup. He's got TJ Hawkinson's going to have a big year because Goff can only get it as far as his tight ends. And then he's got this Kyle Pitts in the flex. 
Pitts is a tight end who's going to put up receiver numbers. I actually think this team could be okay if, if Jamar Chase turns into something. Um, he's got that. And then if uh, Aaron Jones goes down, he's got A.J. Dillon. I don't know. I think So here's what Mike has. Mike has a team that is primed for trades because you don't need two tight ends, and he has two awesome ones. And Jamar Chase, you keep him on your roster until he goes for 50 catches in the first six weeks, then you trade him. And A.J. Dillon is a stud in waiting. I don't disagree. This year's team, he's got problems. If he plays his cards right and trades, I think he's got a future to trade those guys for keepers and else. But we don't want to get into that because that would involve collusion. Well, my two cents is I I don't think he should think about any trades until he sees how this team plays out for a couple weeks. This team does not look terrible to me. It really doesn't. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> We're going to go a Mike V versus Anthony uh, fight tonight. Let's let's keep that on the agenda. Dennis, how about you tell us about your team? True Dennis fashion. That's a funny uh, change of name, but you never stick to the same name more than two or three weeks. But I do like that name. What, what do you think about your team that you did not show? By the way, yeah, you did not show up for the draft because you were angry. And you Violent were angry. Protest. And what are you under protest about? Everything. Might have to do with the fact that you don't get uh, Patrick Mahomes for an illegal fourth year or fifth year or Every, whatever. Everything. But it's really the coach rule getting knocked down, right? You've, you're taking that pretty hard. Everything. All right. What do you think of the team? I think, you know, I think it might be my best draft ever for not even logging in, you know. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Uh, you know, I, I feel I'm a contender. Hey, I'm a Giants fan, so I can tell you um, there, there's talk that either Barkley is going to uh, run for 200 yards or he's hardly going to play this week. So that'll 2, be yards, right? I get, 2,000 yards. Well, I get, my news, I get my news from the New York Post. So I'm very closely tied with the Saquon Barkley situation. So I feel confident I'm a, I'm a contender. By the way, any of you that gamble, um, take the Giants and the points this week, and I'll tell you why there's this whole 9-11 remembrance stuff going on at Giant Stadium before the game, and you can read about all the details of it. That, and it's the first time Giant fans have been around since, you know, two years ago. The place is going to be on fire and loud, and the defense isn't terrible, and the coaches only a little bit better than mediocre, but he seems to know how to get guys fired up. So I think you got, you're going to have giants win by 10 with the enthusiasm of that crowd. Dennis, I just don't know if Barkley's going to be in there or not. Yeah, we shall see. I think the NFL really missed an opportunity to have both New York teams play themselves uh, on nine 12, you know, to really commemorate and make a statement, but you know, NFL sucks. So anyway, you get Tyreek Hill. He had a he had a game last year. He had fifty two points. Not terrible. Well, oh, Tyreek Hill's a he's a, a juggernaut. I see your team uh, being just outside the playoffs this year. Yep, I see. I agree. I see Dennis in the top half. Uh, Going to border on making the playoffs. If Barkley stays healthy, I think uh, I think he makes the playoffs. 
Don't uh, sleep on Thielen. Don't sleep on no. Andrews. Dude, I was trying to draft Adam Thielen, and I think uh, you know, I think you picked him up right right before me. So, dude, I think you had a solid team for not actually participating in the draft. Uh, not a bad squad. Thirty three from Dak Prescott last night, and you hate the Cowboys, so. Technically, hey, he's going to help you win games. He's going to throw for a ton of yards this year. Dave, you could make a case that Dennis has already quit once this year of his three and a half per day. Nah, let's not talk about quitting. Dennis's team is, I agree with Joe. I think Dennis has a solid team. His X factor is, and normally your X factor is like a good thing. I think Dennis's X factor is actually like a bad thing. Like if Prescott and Barkley don't play, problems. Yeah, if problem. they play, I think he's in a good place. I'm going Agreed. back a team because I'm just I'm thinking of something Dave said about uh, Vias for vagina. That's a team that maybe should consider some trades. Is he softening the ground because he's the only one that really has direct communication with Mike V for some trade? He's padding the collusion trail. Should we expect to see some sort of blockbuster here in the next few weeks? Well, that depends. I, I know Mike V likes wine. And I'm trying to figure out what kind of wine. So I'll, I'll let you know next week. The kind from grapes, maybe. He's for so, sure a connoisseur. We've spoken about his trips. He's He's gone on wine tours across Europe and Northern California multiple times. I think there's uh, several sets of couples and they go on these. They go to France just to go hit the vineyards and, and that kind of thing. I think it's called Viking Cruises. And I've seen commercials for them. No, I really? think they do land-based stuff too, but all right. During COVID, you'd get on a cruise? Come on. No. I got a Vax. I'm good. I'm good. You'd still you, would you get on a cruise with a Vax? But you're thinking about the cruise wrong. Like this is a very exclusive cruise down the rivers of the European night. You know, just I, I've seen the commercials. I'm still not doing it. Joe, I've been on one cruise in my life, and I was the cruise um, blackjack tournament champion and they still send me little uh direct mail stuff all the time about gambling on cruises wow I, in fact i got invited <laughs> i got invited to some whatever but it turns out that they're just using you and uh it's pretty easy to win and they're just trying to take more money from you and the whole thing i thought i'd walk oh, away there's no here's, actual here's my, here, i'm sorry here's my question to you on the cruise did you go over the amount of, in fact, you know, I, I understand yeah. you can prepay all of your booze for all your booze before you get on a cruise, but there is a limit apparently. Did you I go over I, the limit on the first day? I guess I told you that. Yeah. Well, I think the, <laughs> it's the all you can drink, but it turns out that all you can drink, they count and they won't let you have more than 14 drinks. And so a by or total it, for the day. 14 drinks. Unlimited sounds like unlimited to me. So early afternoon, they told me I'm out of drinks for the rest of the day. Because, you know, you have a couple Bloody Marys, of course, just to set the tone on the morning. And then uh, some shuffleboard beers and then, you know, some Mai Tais. Yeah, of course. That sounds like those fucking uh, Midtown rules of those uppity bars. Well, I got it. Next thing. I would guarantee that the alcohol content of, let's say, four Texas teas 
would outstrip the alcohol content of 14 uh, drinks on a cruise. So in other words, unlimited is not truly unlimited on whatever cruise line you are on. Not on carnival cruises, Joe. You are correct, sir. You are correct. Okay. Dennis mixed on your, uh, the review of your team. Let's, let's talk about uh, the guy who's really been the star of the league the last two years. I got to say it, having won the championship two years ago and um, in the, in the finals, somewhat controversial finals uh, van, the Sandman. And Hey, let's, let's just put this issue on the table. Cause I got to say, I was a little surprised at this. And I know there was no cheating or collusion, but I will say I didn't realize it or I don't remember it that Dave dropped a defense and Joe picked it up the next morning of the championship. Oh, for Christ's sake. Here we go again. No. Yeah, it went, back, it went back and looked at that and it was inconsequential. It had no bearing on me beating Van by, I think it was 25 points in that game. Um, yeah, so whatever. It, the defense, uh, yeah, whatever. It, it didn't make a difference. Boy, I, I would not want to put you. I would not want to put you two guys on the stand with this question. You both getting real agitated about this? Huh? Interesting. I, I try to win every game that I play, and I had a game that week, and I played it, and I picked up another defense. For Christ's sake, I ended the year with two defenses. What game did you have? It was the last game of the season. What are you talking about? Everyone has a game until the end of the season. When the when we or not. When we play the Super Bowl, Bowl, you're still screwing around with your roster after you absolutely absolutely determines your final position in the rankings. Why would you not try to win? I don't know. I finished third. So that's how I finished third. I must have won the week of the Super Bowl when I didn't even pay attention to it. Correct. I believe you're either win this league or you lose this league. That's it. No in between. Agreed. You're a winner or you're a loser. Dennis is trying to call a timeout. He wants to say something real bad. Dennis. I I do have a comment, and it does center around Van because the commissioner failed to reset the order of the games this year. So we're all playing the exact same schedule that we did last year because I opened up with Van. And I only know this because I played Dave Lee for three years straight before I said, hey, Dave, do I have to play – you the first game every year does it have to be the same schedule every year so there was a flub on scheduling i see it another collusion see more collusion are you saying we have the ex- we all have the same exact schedule this isn't a coincidence are you sure this isn't is math? it is not a coincidence you must hit a reset button in order to change up the uh, lineup of the games, the order of the games. I don't know the ESPN app for that. That sounds unusual that that would be the case. Well, Dave, even, if it, even if it does it even matter? Do you want to play the same schedule three years in a row? Because you already did, Joe. I, it, so now we did it, it two years. It doesn't matter. The schedule is you play every single team one time and then one team twice, I guess, right? Right. But it changes the order. There's a way. Go ahead. Admit it, Dave. Admit it. I don't want to admit. Is there a reset button that ESPN would require you to hit? That doesn't even make sense. I'll hit the button if I have to hit the button. I don't know. It's too late now. I will bet. I will bet $50. I'll look it up offline that you may have the same week one. You do not have the same schedule as last year. It, It just can't be. 
They must I, played be Dave Lee. I played Dave Lee three years in a row to start the season. It was the same fucking schedule for three years in a row. Go back and look. No, I'm not talking about three years in a row. I'll bet you $50 okay. that our schedule this year is not exactly the same as last year. Okay. I'll take that bet. All right. And again, I haven't looked at it. I wouldn't even think to look at that for the point that Joe made, which is who gives a shit. But, but just, to be, clear, just, just to be clear, like there's no like intentional thing of that. Oh, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that at all. It's nothing intentional. There's he's, no claiming in, he's claiming incompetence on your part, Dave. That's what he's I, claiming. Fine, incompetence. That's, I'm, I wouldn't I'm call it that. I don't know. It just it doesn't make sense if I worked in development and ESPN to go. Um, let's keep the schedules static every year unless we tell the commissioner to go and hit some magic reset button. You shall see. I, you know, hey, hold on. I just looked it up, and and uh, uh, I think you're wrong, Dennis. Uh, week one of last season, you played the Sandman in week one. <laughs> I played Chubb to Kareem Pie in week one. I'm playing Sandman this to open this year, am I not? I, I don't know. No, I, well, last year I played uh, Chubb to Kareem Pie in week one. <laughs> I'm playing yeah, L this tap. year. <laughs> so I don't turn on my tap. So anyway, hey, that was a hell of a thought, but not accurate. <laughs> and we should move on from that point. Deep on. This is where we, in, this is where we insert Al's uh, voice. Oh, you fucked up again. <laughs> in true Dennis fashion. Well, that sort of was just a little bit, but yeah. Okay. So, right, so just, do I need to do something or not? No. no. It's a non. That was a joke. That was a joke. All right. So the Sandman, again, just incredibly competitive since joining this league. And his team, he's got Lamar Jackson back again, or as we call him now, COVID Jackson. Derrick Henry, if he can stay healthy, he's going to put up some yards. He's got that Deontay Johnson from the Steelers, Jerry Judy. Higby, I'm loving Higby this year. Higby's going to have a huge, huge year in Tyler Boyd. I got to say, I don't think this is his best effort, but I was I was wrong the last well, few years. he doesn't have the Tammy Slammy, right? Tammy Slammy was there two years ago. I don't know who she was, but she was a crazy motherfucker. And she had blonde hair, and she drafted crazy for him. Are you and saying that? Well. Are you saying he didn't manage his his team the last two years, and we actually have had a female champion of the league? I'm just telling you, the Tammy, she drafted well. And wow, we a person for that draft. Is that in? Is that even in the rules that somebody else can draft for you? Well, when you got the violation, Dennis. Another collusion, Dennis. Dennis. Have you got somebody sitting next to you saying draft who? You gonna- well, Van, Van has a staff, you know, and he had people on his staff. So Tammy Slammy was on the staff, on his staff, apparently, and helped him through the draft. That's not illegal. Tammy Slammy was on my staff. Well, I don't know what Van will think about that. I, I think those were Van's teams because he was he's pretty good in season in terms of waiver wire and that kind of thing. But- he is. I, I don't see this team making the playoffs, though. I hate to say it, but I just – I don't, and I'm probably going to be wrong, but I just don't see it. I, I will think- tell you that, that I think his team making the playoffs is on Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson might have a monster season, depending on how good these – Well, since he has no running backs, Lamar Jackson is a quarterback and the running back, so – Correct. 
you know, the Sandman is is not out of it yet. I mean, it, it's and, early. And Jerry it's Judy is a great receiver who's going to catch a lot of fucking passes. Lamar so, I don't think he plays the, in the championship the this ball. year, but I think he's going to be right around the playoffs. Dennis, what did you say Jackson about Lamar? Cannot, Lamar Jackson cannot continue to run the ball with the propensity that he has had because he will pay the price with a linebacker coming across the middle. It's going to be ugly. Another RG3 in our in our midst. Dennis, how many yards did he have last year? And I will bet you that he has 25% more this year. Go. Another COVID. bet. He had COVID last year, though. He said COVID oh, twice. He's All right, all right. Bet off, bet off, bet off. Don't put the jinx on them. You know they've already had a rough, a rough camp. So, well, and that has fueled uh, Van's team. You're right. Lamar Jackson has been a monster. That's been a big part of it. Um, Tyler Higby, if he's a t- if he ends up being top three this year for tight ends, I won't be surprised. I'll be shocked if he isn't top five. Get the I agree. Fuck out here. I think Higby's a top five tight end this year. I really do. They I lost. Agree, they gave up uh, Gerald Everett and uh, what's his name, St- Matthew Stafford. He loves to throw this guy. So yeah, I, I think he could. I, and it's a tight end offense they like to run. They got rid of Goff. It's it's a new era in LA. Look out for the Rams. Okay, moving along. How about uh, let's talk about rising from the ashes. Jay Fry's compliment. Uh, Jay Fry is this the Jay Fry? Yeah, Jay Fry. Jay Fry's team. Oh, and he picks up uh, McLaurin from Dave in one of the disputed preseason trades, uh, along with Noah Fant, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I I don't see very good things on the horizon for Jay Fry Jay Fry's team. Um, you know, McCaffrey has yet to prove that he can play an entire season. Um, Last year was the first year he missed. (laughs) Exactly. So he's, we'll see what happens, but I think his season is based on McCaffrey, but I don't think he's going to have a, I don't think he's going to make the playoffs. He's very aggressive during the season. And I will say um, he is in the, the uh, semifinals of the fantasy baseball and he and Dave are neck and neck. I don't know who's going to win that matchup, but uh, I don't know. This team looks okay. He'll probably find his way to the playoffs. Mike Davis. Okay. Top 10 more top 15 fans. I don't know yet. Jacobs. It's going to happen. His team's going to do well. Hey, Fry, in the playoffs, mark it down right now. All right. Uh, Let's talk about my team, the uh, uh, newly named uh, Bishop Sycamore. Uh, They're actually the Rough Riders. The Bishop Sycamore, which turns out to be a top five fantasy team name this year, right, Joe? Um, yes, uh, very popular in ESPN leagues. I bet I was in the top 1% of changing my team name to that. I was in the 1%, uh, 99% tile. I was amongst the first. It might be the greatest team name ever. It might be the greatest team ever. They can play on a Friday and then on a Sunday. The pride they're of- not, They're not actually a team. Or they're a team, but they're not actually in a league. 
or shouldn't be or however that works. Uh, the pride of Columbus, Ohio. Another great product, Dave, that Ohio has given us. All right. So hold on. I'll walk through your team real quick and then they can. Murray was a great pick because you waited and you held out and you got the guy that you should have. Hun Chubb. Can't keep both of them. Oh. You can't keep both Hun Chubb. I finished Chubb's ahead of you last year doing that. So we'll see. Well, then let's throw Beckham into the mix and let's have three starters from the Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in on Cleveland this year. So, yeah, you ride, you ride or die with the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I love this team. and This might be the best drafting I've ever done. And I'm not going to tell you everything that I was thinking about. But by having that first pick, if I went with somebody outside the expected, I was able to project my first four picks. I could count it down from there. And I really didn't have an option. I don't... Wait, wait, hold on. Who were your first four picks? The ones I drafted. So I knew Adams, obviously, is a lock. I was either going to get Hopkins but you, let's just or be Waller. Honest. You, you could have gotten Adams with like the fifth or sixth pick. Yeah, but I wasn't going to be able to trade to that point. I went with where I had an equity that was valuable to one person and one person only. In this no, 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 no more detail needed. I got it. All right. So go, go on. So then I knew I would get either Hopkins or Waller. Last year, I tried to get Waller in a trade from Kristen every other freaking week. The guy's a wide receiver. I mean, I know he's a tight end. But you also know he's a drug addict. I don't know anything about that. If he wants to drink cough syrup, that's his business. I have nothing to do with that. And then um, I don't have to, I don't even know if I'm going to start Beckham because if you go down, my bench is where it's insanely good. Elijah Moore could be a gigantic breakout star this year at wide receiver. The New York Jets? The yeah. Jets? The J-E-T? I look Jets, forward to I look Jets, forward Jets, Jets. I look forward to replaying this next week when you criticize that when he ends up putting 25 up. Well and look, then, one one week does not make a trend. So let's see what happens solution. over let's say the first I don't know how Damian Harris fell to me so late, but that guy is gonna be in the top 10 of running backs this year. There's a good chance he goes in in place of Hunt. He who, is, who is he? Damian Harris. He's the From he's where? RB1 of the New England Patriots, the guy is going to run in a bunch of touchdowns. He's going to go for 1,200 yards this year. I'm sorry, my vision this year in terms of the draft and seeing how things are going to play out, I can't control injuries. But this team is a playoff team. It's a championship-caliber team. The really Patriots is- are going to struggle to make first downs, and you're talking about touchdowns. Okay, okay. All right. Well, look, um, we're going to keep walking through these. But before we do that, I know Dennis has got to go to uh, Marina or something like that. So thanks for joining us, Dennis. Take your mute off and say goodbye if you want to. It's up to you. Bid you fun to do. Good luck to everybody except for Al. Have a good day. (laughs) Have a good day. That's reminiscent of that uh, dude that called the Houston Chronicle the one time. Uh, remember that. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, I'll edit that into the middle of this podcast for anybody that doesn't remember that. So, all right, yeah, that's enough on my team. I do feel like it's a playoff team, and I do feel like this team could be special. And you guys can all disagree, but Russell Gage 
could be amazing. And then I don't know how Al didn't pick up Madison as a handcuff on, uh, on Dalvin cook, but whatever Dalvin cook blows his ACL out. And then I've got the lead running back for Minnesota. This could be the strongest team this year. I would say this is definitely a playoff team, Dave. We shall see. Well, yes or no. Hey, Do you if, agree if or not? Team was, if this team was in the special Olympics, I would think it's pretty special. All right, let's talk about the X-Men X. Always a clever original name. So, Dave, why did you um, why do you have two of the best five quarterbacks in football on your bench? Why did you waste a draft pick getting Mahomes and getting uh, Mr. Jeopardy? There's no waste. There could be injury or there could be trades. And the lucky part was that I had uh, more than two keepers to trade with Jay Fry. So I can get up in the draft and see what happens. Joe, I just feel like, I mean, I get what he's doing, but I feel like you're wasting your equity doing that. It would drive me crazy to have, have Aaron Rodgers putting up 30 points every week on the bench. I, I, I agree. Other than the, you know, bye week when Mahomes is on bye and he can put Rodgers in and vice versa. Um, you know, I hope, I hope that's trade bait, Dave, but to, to Michael's point, Having either one of them sitting on the bench is, yeah, it's that's a waste of talent. Oh, is that what you're going to offer, Mike V? Well, who, where is the, uh, on my starting lineup for week one, where should I uh, go to change things? I don't know what that means. We were talking about your quarterbacks. No, I know, but there's a second quarterback, which I expected to be someone that could potentially help the other spots on my bench. So hey, I'm just saying it would drive me crazy to uh, to have that many points on the bench, but that's two of drafted oh, and know well, that. Shoot. I'm, I'm never going to be, you know, unhappy about what Patrick Mahomes brings. That's oh, and you not should what be. I'm saying. That's not and what I'm I, saying. And I would be happy to offer you J.K. Dobbins right now for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Dave, I see you've stuffed your IR. You've got three in there. You got Crowder. You got T.Y. Hilton. He still is in the NFL. And Rashad Bateman. Bateman. So Bateman played for the uh, University of Minnesota (laughs) Of course he did. The Golden Gophers. And he was the first round pick, and he was really uh, sexy. We'll see what happens. Okay, how about our... Our annual Dave's favorite team, uh, the the Anthony Rapchinsky missing Camara. He loses the terrible loser designation from last year. The oddly named by Van mm, Boogers missing Camara. I like that name. I think that's funny. Maybe it's just me that thinks that's funny. Well, uh, where do you want to start? Uh, well, Dave, you always think this is a powerhouse. So is it a powerhouse again? I think he is. I'll second that opinion, you know, with, with Allen in uh, starting quarterback and Jonathan Taylor and Gibson. Amari Cooper went off for 38 last night. Tyler Lockett. Other than not playing Rob Gronkowski last night, playing da- Dallas Goddard. Well, um, I think Goddard is number – Goddard has replaced Ertz as the number one tight end in, in Philly. But tell me, tell me the last time a Philadelphia tight end has produced any points on a consistent basis. Goddard, he had a good year last year. I don't think that's terrible. 
Yeah, was he what like top ten, top fifteen tight ends? What were? Oh, was I he? think no, no. I think he was top seven or eight or something like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway. I mean, uh, I don't know what happened to Ertz. He just went to. Nothing. I think Josh Allen was the top three quarterback in the league. I think Taylor should have been kept over Hunt on your team, Michael. I didn't have an option. He wasn't keeper eligible, Dave. Real? He wasn't keeper eligible. He was not. I would have kept him. All right. So good pickup by him. Gibson, yeah, is what it is. But he's a second running back. Amari Cooper, obviously locked in after last night. Lock it week to week. But hey, that's what a wide receiver two should be. Lock it is a night. Lock it is a nightmare. Having had him many years. It's feast or famine. He could go for feast 45 or, or he can go for two. And actually, your boy DK is exactly the same way. It's almost like they alternate. But I think this year you're going to see dominance coming out of DK, most likely, Dave. Could be. I think this uh, is a, Anthony's and, team does look good to me. I think this is a playoff team. They do I look think good. I think it is too. Yeah. If he plays the players right, you have to watch and you have to play the players that are playing right. I agree. I mean, he's got Gibson, ta- Gibson and Taylor. That might be the strongest running back combination we have. And let's not be like, I mean, just all honesty, who looked better last night. It doesn't mean they're going to start him over him, but Tony Pollard <laughs> gained five yards every time he touched the ball. Every time he touched the ball for Dallas, he gained five yards. Hey, and- who has the better running back combination? I think it might be Seriously? Taylor. Why Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara, I think, are the, the best right. duo yeah, in the you'd, league. You'd, you'd win that. Yep. Fair enough. But I'll say this much. Jonathan Taylor, if he ends up leading the NFL in rushing this year, it's not going to shock me. Uh, yeah. I agree. Agreed. And Gibson's <laughs> shown he's pretty good. Look out for Washington this year. All right. Uh for anybody who's still with us, we're just going to keep working through it, but we're almost done. That's the good news. Half's team, Detroit, another rebuild. Thanks, Half, for the originality again in your team name. Uh, he's got Brady as QB, Eckler, Diggs. Yeah, he's got some Eckler problems, right? Because this Eckler thing came up today. Why? What's going on? I thought he was playing. No? Uh, well, I, it's at least today, at least, it was who knows what's happening. Look, I think if Eckler stays healthy, I think he could lead the league in rushing. He could. My opinion. We'll yeah. see. We'll see if he stays healthy. He leads fantasy football the last, you know, since he's been in the league on um, fantasy. The offensive points coordinator per, is fantasy points per touch. Hopeful that Eckler can nice play stat. this week. I came with one stat tonight, and you you talked over it, Dave. God damn it! That was a good stat, dude. I'm very yeah. impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Matthew Barry. Thank Matthew Barry. He's got that very frustrating Gasecki character. He's another one of these great weeks, shitty weeks. T Higgins, T Higgins on a bad team could do okay. Uh, and, and Stefan Diggs. I don't know how feels like he's got a decent team. The bench is pretty good. Um, I'm going to say this is a playoff team. I'm going to say based on past experience, that Hef will finish middle of the road uh, because that's what he does every year. Wait a minute. Uh, it's, it's not a knock. Hef, Hef is not in our club of champions, is he? He is not. I'm but, not. 
but we've crowned seven champions in seven years. So I think it's wide open for an eighth and eighth year, eight, eighth time in eight years that we crown a new champion. And, you know, it could be half. I'm just saying based on previous history, half will finish middle of the road. Something will happen to his team and he'll be middle of the road. I, I think he'll make the playoffs. That's all I'm going to say. And the other thing is um, if we don't welcome a new member into the club of champions this year, or whether we do or don't, I would like to suggest that we get some sort of blazers. We could get yellow blazers, golden blazers, like the NFL Hall of Fame. We could get like the masters. I'd like the masters green. Green, green. And yes. um, if it is a girl champion this year, then we can get, uh, you know, one of those lady cut uh, blazers. That's fine. <laughs> you know, I want to make sure we're being uh, fair to all genders in this whole thing. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So, half uh, the last team, I think the last one is your team, Joe. Let's let's talk about the uh, great name, Jester Joe's Collusion Train. It sounds like an Ozzy Osbourne album. Uh, your team looks pretty good. I got to tell you, Dave, and you'll disagree with me. Matthew Stafford, although uh, his reputation in tatters after years playing for the terrible Detroit franchise – I think he's going to be a top three fantasy guy this year. I think he's going to be huge, huge, huge. And then the Jones and Kamara, AJ Brown and Woods and Kittle. I think Joe, he's he's going to be in the playoffs. This team looks tough to me. I don't disagree. Yeah, I think a pretty solid team. I did pick up Stafford in the 27th round of the draft. <laughs> still out there. So I did snag him late. Um, Aaron Jones should have another banner season. My only concern is AJ Dillon sniping carries from him, sniping possibly goal line touches. But, um, outside of that, I think I've got a pretty solid team. And you know, we'll see. You know, your, your one X factor is there's going to be quarterbacks that are going to throw for a fuckload of yards and touchdowns. I don't think it's going to be Stafford, it's you're going to have teams with bad defenses. And uh, we'll see. Yeah, but, don't disagree, Dave. Don't disagree. As I said, right. picked him up in the 27th round. You know, it was a reach, but. Uh... 27th? <laughs> so I think the consensus is uh, playoff teams most likely, myself, Joe, Hef, Anthony. I don't remember what we said about your team, Dave. Maybe you get the two quarterbacks. Yeah. It's probably yeah. My team's terrible. We'll stay out there. Okay. Dave's always in the playoff hunt, so I'm not going to rule him out. Way, way too early. We haven't played a game Stay yet. So. so moving on, uh, we're almost wrapped up here, but I want to cover a couple more issues before we get off. Oh, before we do that, my bad. And honestly, this was not intentional. We forgot Al's team, probably because every time I scroll through the page and I see that team name, I go, nah, I don't think so. But I did like it, and he quickly changed it. I shouldn't have said anything. Whatever the original name was, Gorman gets his way. I love that. That should be a sitcom. That would be an awesome fucking sitcom. All right. Let's talk about Al's team. Dave loves James Robinson for some reason. Really? He's on a team that has had a terrible quarterback for his entire career, and now he doesn't. 
he's going to catch some passes. Russell Wilson every year throws touchdowns. Robinson, a.k.a. Dalvin Cook below him. Dalvin Cook below him? He's got a good team. I got to tell you, if Cook can stay healthy, if Cook can stay healthy on a very iffy team, Robert Tanyan, I had him for a portion of last year. I think I got him. Let's just take a – let's do a side bet. Ready? Wilson, Robinson, Cook, Jefferson, Allen, Tanyan, Montgomery, Colts defense, Tucker. I won't even mention his bench, which I think is pretty good too. I will bet you two to one, $200 to $100. I will pay you two if you win. You pay me one if I win. He's going to make the playoffs. Um, I won't disagree with that. It's definitely playoff caliber team. You're going to give me two to one odds? Two to one odds. But I get him making the playoffs. You get him not making the playoffs. I'll I'll pretty much take anything with odds. Like uh, Kevin from the office said, if anybody ever offers you odds on something, always take it. <laughs> I don't know Kevin from the office, but that's yeah. You've like never it, watched the office. What the fuck? What kind of millennial are you? Do you eat avocado <laughs> toast? That's just like a terrible offer. I've never seen it either. So you're not alone, Dave. Fuck you both. All right, so Dave, I will take your bet. I love it. Really? A two to one. I bet a hundred. I'm risking a hundred to win 200. No. Yes. You're going to win 200. I'm going to win 100 when he makes the playoffs. Yes. That's what I just said. I'm risking 100 to win 200. But you've actually looked at his team. I'm not wowed by it. Plus no slight to L, but we just finished this fantasy baseball season where he shows Zero ability to make in-season decisions or changes. Well, unless someone dies, he's fine. Dave, every team has adversity. Dalvin Cook blew his knee out two or three years ago, the, his first game or second game. Stuff happens. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go fucking figure out my spirit flights to fucking Houston. It's, it's a long season, but I, I think uh, Al's got a solid team. Playoff caliber, without a doubt. I think he does too. Anyway, yes, I will. I will take your proposition. That sounds just fine to me. And, Al, and just to be clear, and anybody all else, the, all Al has to do is make the playoffs. Yep, I, we we heard it. I feel that's Thanks. abundantly clear right now. Yeah. All right. Wow. You just think you're robbing me? Okay, I, we'll see. I've I've seen I've seen his team's uh, midseason form, and if he has any. Any adversity, there might be problems. But Al, I'm always willing to help you throw a quality player your way from my deep, deep roster, my deep bench. All right. Anyway, so that's the league. We're looking forward to having a very peaceful season. Um, We'll recap next week what happened the first week. We don't need to go game by game how things are going to turn out. Joe, are you going to be sending your uh, projections out? Your predictions and projections? Uh, you are correct. I will, uh, again, keep the stats here. I will uh, try to get to a weekly column. Uh, enjoy writing the column. It takes a little bit of time. So give me, it might take a week or two to see how the league develops and how various players are playing and teams are producing and 
but yeah, expect uh, expect a regular update uh, on the league homepage. All right, let's play a game. We got to play a game. In this game, I told you, uh, I will talk to everyone in the league and I will survey them family feud style, but we ran out of time this week with all of the controversy and everything going on. So I will be the arbiter once again of the game called Either Or. Either Or. I can provide the answers and only I can provide the answers. Joe, Bud Heavy in a can or Coors Banquet Beer in a can? The original Coors, the yellow. Banquet Beer. David? Coors Banquet. Correct. You're both correct. No no, uh, blood done there. Okay. Dave, Jameson or Bushmills? Oh, Bushmills. Joe? (laughs) Jameson. Joe gets the point. It's Jameson. I would never favor a whiskey made in the north of Ireland. Only one made in the Republic of Ireland. (laughs) That's an easy one. Although I, I do like a, uh, that black bush is real good. The regular Bushmills versus the regular Jameson, very pedestrian stuff. Uh, coming to you, Joe, you're up one to nothing. Blueberries or strawberries? Blueberries or strawberries? Strawberries. Dave? No, definitely blueberries. The point goes to Dave. The point goes to Dave. Absolutely. Joe, or no, Dave, Mantle or DiMaggio? Mantle oh, or DiMaggio? Shit. Mantle all day long. Okay. You, that's what you think I'm going to think. Okay, Joe? DiMaggio. Maybe I tipped it by saying that. Of course, DiMaggio. Point to Joe. That's garbage. Joe, randomly two cities. The city of Philadelphia or the city of Memphis? That's a good one. I'm going Memphis. David? I will tell you that the answer should probably be the place that doesn't uh, destroy people, but the place that destroy people makes people. Philadelphia. You are incorrect. Joe, again, (laughs) Memphis, which is an amazing city, and Philadelphia always makes me scared. Just Come saying. on, Philadelphia football games, the, the fans are just fucking unruly and out of control. I mean, you drive around They're Philadelphia, the- it's one of those cities where you go, please, Lord, let's not take that wrong exit because I'm probably not coming out. Feats don't fail me now. Agreed. They got some nice suburbs, leafy suburbs in that center city. Otherwise, it's shit, Dave. Memphis gives you amazing blues. And the, Eagle has a ja- the Eagle Stadium has a jail in it. That tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> That's true. Uh, this one is going to uh, Dave. Yes or Ted Williams? Yes or Ted Williams? Is that really a question? Yes or Ted Williams? Well, considering Ted Williams maybe the greatest player of all time, Ted Williams. Joe? I will go Carl Yastrzemski. It is Ted Williams. The score is Joe with three, Dave with two. There's one more question left. And if we tie, then we'll go to the uh, tiebreaker. 
which of course I did not formulate as usual. Uh, this is going to Joe. I believe, yeah, Joe, Michael Corleone or Vito Corleone? Or as the senator from uh, Nevada said, uh, uh, Corleone. Got to go with the original and got to go with Vito. Now, Michael brought it home and Michael was the epitome of what that was. We do have a winner without having to go to overtime. It's Joe B. Uh, great time of year. Playoff baseball coming up. Even that's when I start watching baseball uh, playoffs. Oh, Dick Jeter going into the Hall of Fame, number two, Mr. 3000, Mr. November. I'll leave it at that, Michael. Well, thanks, Joe. And I appreciate you with the segue over to Derek Jeter because that's how I wanted to end my little. And no, Derek Jeter was inducted into the Hall of Fame this week for the first time in my memory. It happened on a Thursday afternoon, not on a Saturday, which is interesting because when you go back and look at the numbers for Derek Jeter, nothing impressive defensively, nothing impressive offensively. He did play for a lot of championship teams. I do think he's a Hall of Fame player. Unanimous? No. In fact, Nomar Garcia-Para has better numbers than Derek Jeter. But sadly, he was traded several months before the Red Sox won in 2004. Hey, everybody, thanks for joining us on the only podcast that matters. Stairs. Clowns to the left of me